Muggles with Attitude is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that the hobbits in Lord of the Rings are actually armadillos? It makes total sense because they live underground and eat acorns. Unfortunately, Peter wouldn't let Peter Jackson use real armadillos, so they got Elijah Wood instead. Is it, wait, doesn't, isn't he also an armadillo? <laughs> I know, joke's on them. <laughs> they never knew. For more armadillo facts, to unlock bonus content, and to find out how you can access episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash club. Hello there, you're listening to Muggles with Attitude. We are reading J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series of fantasy novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And today we're reading chapter 6 through 10 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, book 5 in the Harry Potter series. Previously, Harry is back at the Dursleys, isolated from his wizard gang for like two weeks, and frankly he's being kind of a dick about it. Just as Harry is about to vent his wizard wrath on Dudley, some Dementors appear, narrowly saving Dudley's bacon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> the Ministry takes notice and Harry is extracted by the Order of the Phoenix, Dumbledore's secret gang of anti-government thieves and outlaws. They take Harry to their lair in the home of a family of dark wizards. Harry catches up on the latest wizard gossip and meets the whole crew. Alright. Chapter 6, The Noble and Most Ancient House of Black. This was the most... Interesting, fun chapter about house cleaning I've ever read in a book, ever. <laughs> this house sounds awesome. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, do, are they actually cleaning it at all? Or do they just use magic for that? Does, does house cleaning for wizards mean getting getting rid of the deadly monsters that just accumulate in wizard houses? Well, in this house, it does. Here's the thing, though, right? So uh, most of the people doing this are not actually allowed to use magic because they're not at school. Oh, yeah. So all the kids doing it, they are scrubbing, the, they're, they're scrubbing with their hands. Mm-hmm. Child labor, yeah. Yeah. Right. I love that Mrs. Weasley, you know, because last time we, we left off with all the catching up on the Order of the Phoenix's doings and such, and Mrs. Weasley's like, okay, guys, I need you to not talk about what you've learned over the last... And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Has that ever worked in the history of ever? No. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learn a lot more about Sirius, too, and his family. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, he went to live with the Potters when he was 16. He left the house. You know, I he he says that his mom was horrible, but I I I think that she's actually way cooler than anyone realizes. She's not trying to be racist or insulting. She's just listing all of her favorite death metal bands. <laughs> so <laughs> we got are. yeah. Here we go. It's like Stains of Dishonor, mm-hmm. Filthy Half Breeds, Blood Traders, Children of Filth. These are all death metal oh, band yeah. names. I love Blood Traders. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like Children of Filth, like their earlier stuff was better, but like, you know, I mean, I think that they carried the the spirit of their work later. Yeah, when they got older, their name didn't make much sense, like the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah, because when they started, as everyone knows, the Children of Filth were aged 9 to 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this younger death yeah, metal. The world's youngest death metal band. Yeah. Right, yeah, and now they're aged 30 to 50. Yeah. Who are they now? The Backstreet? <laughs> Which makes perfect sense. Geriatrics? <laughs> the Backstreet oh. Men. Hmm. Is... I mean, they're not that old, are they? Are they? How old are the Backstreet Boys? Older than us? Yeah, they're, they're not ancient. that old. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned about Sirius's brother Regulus too, who was a Death Eater, which I guess isn't surprising when you consider the rest of the family. Yeah, his his family tree is a wild ride. Like he's got like a, the what is it the least liked 
headmaster of Hogwarts of all time. He's got mm-hmm. like somebody who who bought an order of Merlin award. He's got a lot going here. Yeah, he's going through the family tree, which is super cool. I, I want to have one of those on my wall. I think I'm going to start that. That's going to be a new thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it going to be magical? Yeah, a magical Are you family blast tree. People off of it. Yeah, when they annoy me. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm game. I'm in. Screw you, cousin Boris. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I like your cousin Boris. Mm. <laughs> I beat him up. Um, I love that Fred and George are still working on these like ridiculous and seemingly dangerous magical treats. Like they've got their little, it's like a lunch pail full of stuff and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to put some venom in there. They're like cap- <laughs> capturing magical creatures with dangerous bites. Yeah, like, they, they've gotten a little darker, I think. I guess this is the dark adult book. But like, this is something that you poison, you poison yourself to make yourself puke to get out of class. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you need magic for that. <laughs> I, well, I mean, to do it this effectively, I guess. Except it's so effective that you can't actually stop vomiting. Yeah, you apparently. can't take the antidote because you can't stop vomiting. Yeah, so I'm wondering how they got out of that since they're practicing on themselves first. Uh, I think it will probably wears off over time. Oh. It's not the ideal way to go. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but the, I think that they really need to weaponize these guys, right? I mean... Yeah. These, are, these are these are tools. These, yeah, these... this is something that Voldemort's not expecting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Jeff, didn't you say that? Like, shouldn't Fudge just like go up to them and be like, "So, what are you working on?" Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I know all of your stuff is is safe. You know, in the end, it doesn't really hurt people. What if that restriction was lifted? <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> if you didn't, you know, need to have an antidote, mm-hmm. what'd you come up with? But, um, so Sirius is related to, like, everybody, because apparently the wizarding world is super inbred. He's well, related the to, like, are. the Tonks and Yeah, the purebloods are. So. Yeah, it's something I hadn't really thought about, but I, I, that makes sense, right? There, I, I think we did some math earlier, and there aren't that, actually that many wizards in the world, uh, total-ish. And uh, if you're talking about purebloods, then eventually your pool for dating ends up getting pretty small. Yeah, if, yeah. especially if you're just looking at an island. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All it's, right. It's really just British uh, wizards, you mm. know. And if you're in the whole like dark wizard thing, the pool gets even smaller. Really. Wait, aren't both Mr. and Mrs. Weasley red-haired? Uh, I don't uh-huh. recall. Oh yeah, and then they mentioned they mentioned what uh, Mrs. Weasley's maiden name was. Weasley. Pru- <laughs> 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 I'm such yeah. a nerd. I'm like, it's Pruitt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I don't remember them saying that. Wait, is it Pruitt? Yeah, it is. Is she? A, so she's from a are the Pruitts another. Pure blood wizarding family. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think we do. We meet them in the books much. No, we we'll talk about that a little later because okay. those na- there a lot of a lot of names start popping up, okay. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's something I don't remember much about. But you're right. Yeah, they're a pure blood family that just you know yeah didn't do the things. Well, and you end up like Sirius's family where like everybody's dead except for Sirius. Yeah, that's right. a good point. They they seem like they didn't like each other very much. No. Yeah, that was sad that he went off and was living with the Potters. I mean, it's sweet, but it's really sad. As always, this picture on the wall raises a lot of questions for me. Is that so? Is that what she would be screaming if she was alive today, or is that just how she was feeling when the painting was painted? She was just mad at Sirius at the time, so the painting's always mad. I had this exact same thought. So here, here's a question: What if in her later life she became reformed and was like, you know what? I was wrong all those years. I'm not a horrible racist anymore. Is the painting still racist? Right? Like, what? how does this work? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a bit in one of these chapters where Moody shows Harry a picture of all, their, all of his parents' classmates, and he asks them to step aside so he can see his parents, and they do, so they can hear him. Well, he, pushes, he nudges them aside with his finger. Maybe they can hear him? Maybe they can. Well, we know that the painting can hear, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It can respond. It can, it can respond to you. So 
Is it just like an incredibly clever magic spell that makes the thing respond the way you think it should respond? If that's the case, does it respond differently to different people? Is this thing only racist because everybody here knows that she was racist? Oh, is it responding oh to them? Are they influencing? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> wow. I think, I think that the answer may be nobody's ever thought about it that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jeff, I was asking the same question. So what it's worth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we also get a bit more about Creature, who is just like, eh, seems to be a pretty nasty little dude. These elves are creepy, and uh, in general I'm anti-slavery, but I would be scared of these elves if they were like free. They're infinitely powerful, and they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't recall if we have heard much about what, because the house elf thing wasn't always a thing, right? Like there's a, was there a... A war or something? I'm trying to remember if I read if we I read something about this. I don't think so because like Dobby talks about how his family has served the Malfoys for you know ever. Are, are house elves? How are they distinguishable from just elves? Wild elves? I don't think there are wild elves. Oh, there's one in that statue. Remember? Um. Which one? The uh, one in the statue in the Ministry of Magic. No, it's a house elf. Yeah, it's just a regular. So there's a only elf. house elves. I, I guess that so. seems to be the case. No free elves. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I know. That's uncomfortable. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Dobby is a free house elf, and he's one of a very small number of them. But he's the he's, only one we know of. Uh, well, didn't, uh, what's her name get freed too in the last book? Winky. Winky got freed too. Yeah. Right? Against her will. Yes. Yeah. So both of them are essentially like wild cards, you know? Mm. And they kind of are. I mean, I mean, Dobby was a wild card. Because they could do anything, right? They could go anywhere at any time and do anything because their magic is extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We, we, we don't know much about the limits or, or extents of the magic. The only thing that seems to be limiting them so far is will, right? You know where we would find out more about this? Right. In the history of magic class, if they weren't, if Harry and Ron weren't such shitheads about it. I know, right? <laughs> this is, like, I'd be asking these questions. I'd be like, so can you tell me about, I, I'll bet Hermione Literally knows. everything, yeah. Hermione knows. We, we should assess. I'm Hermione. sure she does. I still want to hear about those goblin rebellions. Yeah, right? that, that sounds, sounds great. so cool. Yeah. I want to, I'm really into this history of magic class. Mm. I also want to point out that Dumbledore is the secret keeper for the house of the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Which, I mean, that makes sense. I, the only other person I might go with is Mad-Eye Moody just because he's, he seems like the kind of person who you could just torture him and he wouldn't care, you know? Yeah. But Dumbledore is the only person that can stand up to Voldemort, so that makes sense, right? Yeah, it's a tremendous amount of power. It yeah. is. I do want to say that um, I know that they're treating it like a, a terrible chore, but this wizard housekeeping thing sounds like so much fun, right? Like, we're just going through the house and, like, finding weird magical creatures and, you know, handling them. And, of course, Fred and George are not uh, hesitating to loot shamelessly. They, they steal a, what is it, a doxy, I think? Yeah, one of the little critters. Yeah, they mm-hmm. pocket a doxy and they're like, yep, yeah, I'll just save that for later. I mean, they're not stealing, like, objects. They're taking, like, bugs, essentially. I mean, are doxies bugs? Fairies, right? Like, aren't they like a bad fairy, a kind of bad fairy? I don't know. Can they? Are they self-aware? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe they just. Maybe they're more like little animals. Mm, so it's like capturing a mouse or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and of course, uh, throughout this, Harry is kind of sweating his upcoming hearing because he might, for the very first time, be held accountable for his actions. <laughs> <laughs> Although everyone is assuring him that Dumbledore will make it go away. And then he's going to owe Dumbledore a pretty big favor, huh? Mm-hmm. Sure is. This is how it happens. This is how it happens. 
Chapter 7, The Ministry of Magic. It's always fun to see the world, the magic world outside of Hogwarts. I like seeing the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, me too. It, it, I mean, it's funny because, you know, of course the Ministry of Magic doesn't have a, a front door, right? You always have to, like, flush yourself down a construction site toilet or something, you know? <laughs> That's how you get in. Because, <laughs> I don't know, why, why would you have a front door? Yeah, because you can teleport. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I think Mr. Weasley mentions he normally operates to work, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but with Harry there, he can't do that. Yeah, but Harry's walking into his hearing with a ministry official, so, you know, mm-hmm. probably not that bad, right? So, at the beginning of this chapter, did Sirius threaten to kill Harry's judge? Uh, you know, it's ambiguous. It's like, it's just like, oh, well, she'll have to see to me, right? No, I think he says, if he, if he finds you guilty, I will see to him, I think is what he says. I'll, and if, I'm sure it'll be fine. And if it's not, says Sirius grimly, I'll see to Amelia Bones for you. <laughs> what Aww. does that mean? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting to thing to say about a judge. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not an unusual thing to say if you're, say, part of the mafia, right? Well, he's been in prison for a long time and I, he, he got hard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if... <laughs> If, uh, if any prison's going to make you hard, it's a wizard prison because, you know, it's like a torture, a torture hole, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a strange thing to say. And it I, is. Let's just like, you know, let's not think too much about what he, it's, it's fine. It's probably fine, yeah. right? And Harry didn't, maybe Harry didn't put it together because Harry's not the sharpest wand in the wand shed, whatever. <laughs> Where uh, you keep wands, right? Everyone knows. <laughs> uh, but he did not say, no, Sirius, don't kill the judge. <laughs> no, no, Sirius, whatever happens to me, I don't want you to get in trouble. Please don't go after this judge. He's like, thanks, thanks, a cold murder wizard. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I, I want to work at the ministry. It's great. There's like some dude holding a chicken that's breathing fire. It's great. Yeah, because it's, what, what does he say? Like some... Some suspicious uh, violations of the... It's a breach on the ban of experimental breeding. <laughs> so what did they breed this chicken with? It's impossible to say. Probably a dragon, right? Can you crossbreed a dragon and a chicken? I mean, they both lay eggs. Oh, man, you're right. Of course. That's all it takes. That's right? all it takes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, we, we witness a little bit of uh, <clears throat> interdepartmental collusion uh, with... Uh, Kingsley Shacklebolt and Mr. Weasley. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's pretty funny. They're, uh, they're on the same team. Yep. Yeah, he's like, oh man, gonna get that serious. Wink! <laughs> <laughs> he literally does wink. <laughs> I know. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's subtext, but I'm pretty sure he says wink when he does it, too. <laughs> does he? Yeah. Wink! <laughs> wink! Um. Then he has, he's like, oh, you want to come over for dinner later? So this government... Ministry, there are so many people here, and this is so big. Mm-hmm. There have to be more schools than just Hogwarts, right? Well, we know... Well, oh, you mean in, in, in the UK? In England, yeah. The Ministry of Magic has more people in it than Hogwarts has in it. Like, Well, what kinds of jobs do you think are available for wizards? Uh, well, making food with your magic and living for free forever. Like, I, I suspect that the Ministry of Magic employs a significant portion of the wizarding population. It just seems like jobs. the proportions are really weird, though, though. Like, how could there be only like a class of 40 kids every year and, and support a government apparatus this big to look over, to, to oversee the government of this people? That's a good point. Well, also, a lot of the wizarding departments are doing things that aren't necessarily directed at wizards. It seems like a lot of the wizarding departments are like 
muggle-related stuff, right? Yeah, I'm just talking about numbers of people. Like, the <clears throat> size of this ministry implies a population of a certain size. I bet Hogwarts is, like, the Harvard, and then the, there's a bunch of, like, community college That's what schools. I'm wondering. Yeah. Or maybe lots of homeschooled kids. Yeah. We know that... Okay, so we actually do know that there is a correspondence school for wizarding. Mm. Because Filch... Uh, I think that was just for squibs. Is it just for squibs? I don't know. Oh. But yeah, no, there is definitely homeschooling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, did literally everybody here go to Hogwarts? Everybody at the ministry? Every wizard they've ever met in England go to Hogwarts? I mean, all the ones that are in positions of importance. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Hogwarts is basically just like skull and bones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's eaten. Or the Illuminati. Or eaten. Yeah. But yeah, Harry's uh, almost defeated by some uh, malicious wizard governmental bureaucracy, essentially, right? Like, he's, he finds out right at the end of the chapter that his hearing is been moved up to now yeah <laughs> and in a in some weird out of the way place too yeah. yeah oh well yeah i also wanted to say that the the arthur weasley is talking about how there's this rash of regurgitating toilets pranks uh-huh. and i wanted to point out that a that's not a very creative prank b that's gross uh-huh. and c how would you know it's a prank this is an awful prank i i think that that's part of the problem is that like this is a thing not quite as bad, but it's something your toilet could do anyway, right? Like, eventually. Yeah. You could... So they're almost like gaslighting muggles. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. fire-breathing chicken, there's a prank for you, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's a good funny. Prank. That, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Ten-tongue tongue, I mean, that's a little bit more, a little bit more grim, but Deffy. still a prank. <laughs> yeah. Right? In the prank ballpark. Yeah. But just a backflowing toilet, that's not a prank. <laughs> I, they didn't say that they were smart, right? These are like pretty lazy pranksters. Mm. Maybe it's just a really easy charm to cast. Uh, maybe like, it's just a backed up toilet and they don't realize it and they're going around fixing people's toilets. <laughs> I mean, wizards are good at fixing things. If you can get them to come do your job, for, do your stuff for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he shows up in the courtroom and it's like an adult courtroom where they had, he had, he'd seen it before in the Pensieve, who's where some of the people had gotten sentenced to life imprisonment in Azkaban. So like, this goes way beyond of should this kid be allowed to go back to school setting here. Yeah, this is like a capital crime court. Yeah. yeah, and this is interesting. Like, we learn a little bit about the intricacies of, like, the wizard legal system, and, like, this is this is not a great system, right? And this is how people get condemned to a life of torture prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... Show of hands. This is concerning, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're right, but also this is... Clearly, Fudge is is manipulating this court just to screw over Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is clearly bullshit. For some reason. So maybe it doesn't always work this way. But So this is like a fake trial, right? They they move the time up to try and trick Dumbledore into not showing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, at first I was a little annoyed, like, this is a bullshit trial. But then I realized, you know, it's it's a fake trial. And then Dumbledore shows up and just craps on everybody. Oh, he destroys them. Yeah, yeah. They'd like, he's just, oh, I just happened to be here on time, you know, even though you, you scheduled it three hours early. So he's probably got a connection in the ministry to know this, right? Or Dumbledore thought, just... Yeah, I thought he just knew that Fudge was going to try to pull some bullshit, but yeah, Dumbledore was way smarter than second him. guessed him? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But yeah, he, he shows up, and I guess they were going to have Harry Potter not have any legal representation, despite being a minor. You know, uh-huh. like, when you're 15, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And an orphan. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, as, as Dumbledore points out, this isn't actually a criminal trial, so maybe they could get away with stuff like that. Just be like, but, is he, you know. but also the... It isn't a criminal trial. No, it's just an. Uh, it's it's like a hearing for 
essentially like an expulsion or something like that from from oh, okay. but but yeah he says like it's weird that you have this whole here thing here even though it's not a criminal trial but dumbledore shows up and produces a witness and this witness is not credible no right even though we know that harry potter is innocent this witness is lying I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because <laughs> she says that she just happens to live there. She doesn't say that she works for Dumbledore and was watching Harry Potter, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, so she doesn't. So she's lying. And and she's not a good liar either. But it's just the fact that Dumbledore is there kind of eyeballing everybody in the room gets a bunch of them to flip. So this is like pure corruption versus corruption. <laughs> I know. And Dumbledore is just a little bit better at playing the game. Right. He's, he's scarier he's way than Fudge better is. at playing the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fudge does come out of it looking like a little bit of a, uh, an idiot, right? Like, And Dumbledore, I gotta say, like, the way that Fudge is working this kind of like got to me a little bit. It was like frustrating. Really? To read. Yeah, because he's, like, he's being an asshole. I, I think Fudge. A little bit on his side. Fudge? Really? Yeah, well, he's uh, like, Harry Potter's like, no, 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 like, I have extenuating circumstances. And he's like, and Fudge says, that's what you said last year, and the year before, and the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's which, a good point. Which, he's right. But, yeah, like, but we, we have, your former crimes shouldn't be held against you, though. Yeah, but it, it, does, it does impugn your reliability as a, a self-witness, right? Mm-hmm. And also, we, we know Harry Potter has very little regard for the rules. No, I, yeah. you're absolutely right about that. And, and maybe that's Fudge's perspective. You know, we see Harry Potter like he, from a, from a, an omniscient... Uh, he has, in fact, on several occasions used magic against the rules yeah. in, in his muggle life. Yeah, like, that's true. And I totally get that, but the thing is, Dumbledore gets home to the most important point is what the fuck were these Dementors doing there? Because like yeah. that goes way beyond like, oh, this kid broke the rules. Like That's really serious. Absolutely. I, but I, yeah. think that, I think that Fudge might genuinely... Well, I, it's hard to say what Fudge actually believes, but it, it, it's possible that to him the idea of Dementors being there is like so preposterous it can't be considered because he, for whatever reason, believes that the Dementors are completely under wizard control, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, good wizard control. Yeah. Right, right. My, my read here is that Fudge knows or, or has intuited that Dumbledore is building a, you know, a, a political faction. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he knows Harry Potter is as likely as anybody to be in it, so he's trying to peel off one of his supporters. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it feels that, a bit that way, yeah. Yeah, even though, like, I think we said last time, if Harry Potter is expelled, what did you just send out to the world? Like, <laughs> my God. That's a good point. What have you wrought? <laughs> like, it's good to keep him busy, right? Yeah. You know, hunting, you know, basilisks or whatever, but... Yeah. yeah, keep that kid close. Harry Potter without a job or a school or anything is going to be a problem. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess like the, the Dark Lord 2.0. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you expel Harry Potter, does he go to the dark side? Probably, Probably. right? No, he wouldn't. I mean, I whatever mean, I... he stumbled into. <laughs> 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 I mean, not on purpose, up. but you know, it's a slip. It's like one of those things where it's like a slippery slope. He's like, oh, first he kills somebody, and it's like, oh, they were attacking me with their, but I just burned him with my hands, and then he. You know, he cast a spell to, like, wipe someone's memory because they were attacking him. And then eventually he's like, well, that person, they could attack me. I'd better just get preemptive about it. And that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. This is kind of how his thoughts were going with Dudley, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, start something, Dudley. Yeah. Exactly. Totally yeah. He's got that was. dark wizard. Yeah. But uh, but Dumbledore, yeah, either way, Dumbledore keeps it, plays it really cool. He's, like, you know, got all these, all these evi- all this evidence, fake or otherwise. And he knows the wizarding laws and he just, like, yeah. Yeah. Shuts it down. Yeah. Shut right down. I like Amelia Bones. I know. I was about to say that. She was that. my favorite person in the White <laughs> Gamut. She's yeah. super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she 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 seems to be you know somebody who actually is outside of all that that the game playing right. She's like genuinely wants to do her job. It yeah, seems like. she's exactly what a judge should be, which is like completely disinterested and there just to ask questions and 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she, she at first is skeptical, but Dumbledore brings her around because he knows how to work the system. <laughs> and yet again, Harry slips the clutches of the law. Oh, he you know does. What, you know what Fudge was probably thinking? Hmm. If you get get this charge on Harry, mm-hmm. then Fudge can like reprieve him later, right? And then Harry will owe Fudge. Oh, this is a way of owning him. Oh yeah. man, maybe maybe Dumbledore. Yeah, maybe he was trying to play Dumbledore's game. Yeah, yeah. But he's not as good at it. Nobody plays it like Dumbledore, and that's the real reason Voldemort's afraid of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. He knows Dumbledore can play the game. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore is far more clever. That's right. Okay, chapter nine, the woes of Mrs. Weasley. So Harry's, he got off. He's good. Yeah, you know, it's good to see that the principles of pay-to-play politics are also alive in the wizarding world, too, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, see he, with the... his, his patron, Dumbledore, is the, the best one to have. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, 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 got, he's got things under, under control. Even though he's been avoiding Harry, which is super weird. Yeah, I don't know what's I, up with that? I was wondering about that too. Like, I, 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 I think I remember why this is, but it feels a little weird because, yeah, he's there at the trial, not really talking to Harry. He leaves without saying anything. Yeah. Nothing at all, right? He doesn't even like. No, he doesn't even look at him. Just walks right out. Yeah. yeah. Seems like something's going on here. But they walk out into the hall, and um, Arthur Weasley and Harry they bump into Lucius Malfoy, Draco's dad, and Fudge that are just like talking. Oh, and Arthur Weasley's man. like, "Oh yeah, Lucius Malfoy is very well connected." And I was like, "Well, you used to be too. Like, are you?" <laughs> it's this, like <laughs> jealousy back he's now that you're outs, out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this is, again, pay to pay play politics. Lucius Malfoy is like giving him money, I guess, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. They mentioned later on that, that Fudge lately won't let Weasley get any of his muggle artifacts that he likes so much. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's on the outs. Yep. Which seems like a mistake to me. You want to keep those people close, right? Especially if, when it's Harry Potter's um, adopted family, basically. Yeah, well, he, he Fudge uh, Fudge knows that, that Harry Potter's already in the Dumbledore camp, right? Not sure he thinks he can bring him around. Mm, I guess not. Do you think that saying somebody got off means something different in England? Or, like, it doesn't have the, the sexual meaning it does here? Because uh, they're, like, dancing around going, he got off, he's got off. And I was like, hey, maybe your sex tape. <laughs> uh, I mean, Harry Potter's been kind of a pill in these chapters, so maybe he needs to nut. Maybe he needs to chill the fuck he out. He needs to right? get off. I mean, he hasn't murdered anyone in, what, months, right? <laughs> that's right. That's, that's what really does it for him. <laughs> Although, you're right. It has been like four weeks. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time he killed a dark arts professor? Let's, let me ask you that. Uh, I guess he hasn't. It's been a long time. Yeah. Did he kill, right. what's his name? No. no his last didn't. one was Barty Crouch, who got his Yeah, Dumbledore saved him at the last yeah. second. Didn't he die? Barty Crouch, Jr.? No, he didn't die, but he's as good as dead oh. because of the Dementor's kiss. Oh, right. right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been like over a year. That's rough. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Poor Poor Harry Harry. Potter, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they get their, they find out that there's a new defense against the dark arts teacher. That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who? (laughs) And like Harry's going down like his kill list. They're like, George is like, oh, they're having trouble finding somebody to, you know, do the job. Not surprising when you look at what happened last one. And Harry's like, one sacked, one dead, one memory removed, and one locked in a trunk for nine months. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> Counting just... them off on his fingers. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, he, <laughs> he lists them with shocking efficiency. Like, <laughs> he 
thinks yeah. about this a lot. Like, like every night, he runs yeah. it through his head. He's like <laughs> he Arya Stark, everyone. just listing things <laughs> off in his head all night. Yeah. He's got like, I got two semesters to think of what I'm going to do to this next one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know who it is yet, mm-hmm. but he's ready. <laughs> but Ron and Hermione are prefects, which... Hermione was an obvious choice. Ron was a was a surprise, and everybody's really mean about it. I know, yeah. right? It's just like he gets his prefect yeah. badge, and everyone's like, "Him? Yeah." I, okay, but but like, I understand why they feel that way. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys, come on, it's no, Ron. No, I mean, Aww. no, seriously though. Other than him being a main character, why Ron? Well, I mean, if you're cynical, it's because he's a Dumbledore loyalist. I I was gonna say it's because giving it to Ron is as good as giving it to Harry. Mm, no. And he can't give it to Harry because you know. I mean, maybe him, like right? okay, the, the, maybe like this is Dumbledore is teaching Harry how to be Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't seize the reins of power yourself. Mm. You're the guy behind the guy. Oh, you have someone else out there, and they're expendable. You know. Oh, yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, Ron's just the the man on the ground. Harry's mm. pulling the strings. No, no, I mean Ron Weasley is probably the most loyal person to Dumbledore uh, at at Hogwarts. More so than Harry, even. You think so? I, I mean, I, I know that Ron is certainly... Yeah, I mean, his, his dad is a, a high-up Dumbledore uh, uh, capo. Yeah. <laughs> a lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Harry, but Harry's just unreliable, right? Yeah, no, you're right. And that's... And uh, that's... You, you may, like... He'll, if he's there, he'll, he'll be there when Dumbledore calls, but he may be off... Crawling through a dragon's gullet or something, or who knows what he's going to be doing, right? <laughs> I mean, it depends on where the dark arts professor is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like got priorities, right? Like, number one, dark arts professor, number two, Dumbledore. But you're right, Ron doesn't have that vendetta thing, so I mean, yeah. who else would it be in, in Hufflepuff, right? Like, Neville? I was going to say Neville Longbottom because he Gryffindor, is Gryffindor, not Hufflepuff, please. Oh, sorry, Gryffindor. Please. Wow, Jeff, come on. <laughs> Do you want to re say that so we can edit that out later? <laughs> okay, 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 for your own embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's it could be we like we don't know like we don't know because the three Harry Ron and Hermione like they only spend time with each other so like there could be some amazing ones you yeah know? that's true Dean Thomas could be amazing we don't know is Lee Jordan in their thing he's a he's a year older oh so it has to be the same age as them yeah yeah well there yeah there's one for each year right yeah yeah, yeah so the prefects are was it. Year five? Starting at year five, I guess. Okay. Um, there's one boy and one girl from each house. And then the and then the head boy and head girl are year seven? Seven, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. I don't know. Whatever they do in Angle Land. Angle Land. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's mysterious and arcane to me. It's, 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 as I've said previously, it's difficult to tell what is like wizarding language, which is just like normal for British people. I just don't know it. <laughs> uh, normal for British people at, at Posh. What we would call private schools. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like the Knickerbocker Surprise or whatever. Yeah, Knickerbocker <laughs> Glory. That's the one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Harry's at first, at least, Harry's being kind of a douche about the fact that Ron's got this I, prefect know, badge. Okay, the reason I think that he didn't—they didn't make Harry the prefect—is because Harry Potter, as far as we can remember, has never followed a rule. okay hold on because the prefect's job is to enforce the rules right yeah and harry potter has never followed a rule like does he even know what the rules are (laughs) you know like to be fair i feel like the wizarding rules are a little uh, obscure you know as an outsider you know it's true yeah it's true they're they're idiosyncratic and he's had to have it explained to him but you know we've never has there ever been a scene where harry potter's like we mustn't do that because that's not what they want us to do no, that has no, literally never literally happened. Literally never. That's Hermione's job, because you know 
Yeah. Yeah. But no. Yeah, he's never followed a rule. <laughs> yeah, so why, why is he all moody and thinking that he should be prefect? That's bullshit. Yeah, just because just it's an entitlement thing. Man. Because he always, he, for the last four years, he always gets everything. Yeah, yeah. he's Harry fucking Potter, man. Yeah, he got yeah. to be a Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> he got to be the fourth contestant yeah. in yeah, the Triwizard Tournament. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and he, yeah. and he well, sort of won, right? Yeah, and, and he won like, be because the other guy just got killed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yep. Comes up, comes up Harry again. And mm-hmm. crazy cheating on his behalf by other people. That's right. Yeah. And he got that, uh, and he has like uh, a super nice broom that is... Mm-hmm. That helped him. Yeah. Out and all the, yeah. Yeah. And did yeah. I mention all the cheating? This <laughs> is the second super nice broom that someone has given him. Yeah, because right? he broke the last one. <laughs> <laughs> he drove it into a tree. Yeah, it's like... It, 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 it's his like parents if, bought him a new one. It's like, yeah, it's like if you're driving like a Lexus and you wreck it and your parents are like, okay, here's a Porsche or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Is a Porsche nicer than a Lexus? I don't know cars. But I actually think, despite all that, he doesn't pull a Malfoy here and get super mouthy about it and be a dick, you know? He, he has the response like, what, but I deserve everything. But he recognizes that in himself and he tamps it down and, and does his best to, to be happy for his friend Ron. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a legit, mature response. Way to go, yes. Harry. No, you're right. And, and, you know, by the end of the chapter, he thinks about, like, with all the stuff that's going on, being upset about this stupid prefect thing is ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, the, that's the right conclusion to come to. Yeah. Yeah, but they're even, like, talking about it at the dinner table. Like, uh... Kingsley and Lupin are talking about like, yeah, I wonder why Dumbledore didn't make Harry prefects. Like, come on, guys, like, he's like, we have more things to think about. Right there, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, like, come on, guys, that too. He's like looking at his prefect badge and just like single tear rolls down his cheek. But no, I mean, you know, he. he uh, I honestly, I think Ron has a really well developed sense of right and wrong. Yeah, and he's not so good at like he knows. He doesn't deliberately break the rules, you know, unless it's convenient for him or something. But he's not like Fred or George. He's not chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I think it's an okay pick. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I, I think it makes sense. It does. Speaking of Fred and but George. They, they make you know. a huge deal about being prefect, though. Yeah. All the people here, even the adults, make a huge deal about who gets to be prefect or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's a, it's a prestigious position and it leads to being head boy and head girl, which I guess is like the... I, I guess that's the closest... That's like valedictorian or something, right? Like it's the... The best you can be at that yeah, school. Yeah, but there's no then, wizard college, right? Who no. cares? Yeah, I guess not, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, maybe because there's no wizard college, that's the thing that gets you good jobs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Would think, maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, you, Fred and George, by the way, are uh, purchasing illegal goods from Mundungus. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I was like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that <laughs> That's about right. But then it becomes it becomes really sad and poignant because Moody is showing Harry a picture of the old Order of the Phoenix and a lot of them are dead. Yeah, the mor- mortality rate in the Order of the Phoenix is not encouraging. No, not <laughs> at all. But um, Harry, uh, Lupin, yeah, Lupin says though, like we're way better off this time. Like last time, yeah, yeah, it we're, was we're... like we were super outnumbered, twenty to one, and they were picking us off. But we'll be totally better prepared this time. Yeah. I swear. Yeah, but there's a lot of a lot of names there, and then apparently like Death Eaters would just kill entire families too. Yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is, I mean, it's pretty yeah, pretty pretty sad. It is super sad, and I don't think I I don't think there's a problem with me mentioning this. It's certainly not a spoiler at all. But some of the people they name are Gideon Pruitt and his brother Fabian. It says it took five Death Eaters to kill him and his brother. They fought like heroes. That's Molly Weas- Molly Weasley's brothers. Oh yeah! Damn. So her family's yeah. Gone. Her, That's yeah, why they they've lost about it, people too. Yeah, she lost both her brothers. Yeah. 
and then of course there's Harry's parents and um, yeah a lot of people just died it's super sad I guess it kind of gives you a sense of why people are still scared of Voldemort right like, yeah when he, when he was in power even this you know secret elite squad of wizards were dropping like flies yeah yeah because um, it's not even like some of them are even that old yeah that's right. To, as well. And it just becomes even sadder because Molly Weasley goes to take care of the Boggart and she sees all of her kids and her husband lying there dead on the floor. That is her worst fear. And I was like, you know, the first when I first read this, I was like, okay, that's really sad. But like now as a mom, like that got me. Like seeing your kids stretched out dead on the floor in front of you, including Harry, which was another like gut punch that she considers him a son. Yeah. So. I thought, yeah, reading this now was actually, it was kind of like it. I got choked up a little bit, you know, it's kind of yeah. heartbreaking. And it, and it's, it, unfortunately, it kind of makes sense, right? Because her whole family is in the Order of the Phoenix. And yeah. considering what we just learned, like, it's basically like they all have targets painted on them. And Voldemort, Voldemort is not the kind of dude that you uh, can really stop killing someone who wants to. Yeah, yeah. The Death Eaters just, they kill families. Yep. Yeah. And she already, she has that family experience already. Um, so that's a huge downer. And then, yeah. anything else for that chapter? Mm-mm. Okay, hang on. Do, 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 do. Okay. <clears throat> chapter 10, Luna Lovegood. They go to King's Cross and they get on the train back Man, to Hogwarts. We are getting to Hogwarts super late in this book. I know, I was, that was my thought too. Yeah, so this is another kind of shift from the formula. Typically, we have a little bit of the Dursleys and then we have a train to Hogwarts and then that's the beginning of the book. Maybe yeah. The first Five chapters. Yeah. Right? I, honestly, I feel like this book is too wordy. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I get the point pretty quickly, and then the words are still, there's more words saying the same thing, you know? Yeah. It could have been edited down. Well, the book is much longer. Yeah, I think that it, there should be fewer words. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good analysis there. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then when you justify it, there'll be a bunch of blank pages at the end. They should just not print those. <laughs> well, I don't know. Tell us more. Well, Tell me you more think, your edit, editing philosophy. Yeah, I was going to say, so what do you think? Do you think maybe just like every third word, just like remove it and just... Every word that starts with a T. Yeah, every T word, remove it. <laughs> they would done. save so much money on ink and paper. That's yeah, but, but they would have to cut, uh, what's her name, tonks, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, it should just be onks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if we just cut out the T's or we cut out the T words? Both. <laughs> First one, then the other. But they're in Engeland. What are they going to drink? What are they going to take at the in, at dinner at lunchtime with biscuits? Mm, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, Damn I, it. This was such a lost. good idea. I know. <laughs> Got bogged down. So they're getting ready to, they're packing up, getting ready to, trying to get out the door, and uh, Moody's delaying them from leaving because someone hasn't shown up. It's a uh, Sturgis, right? Yeah. And Sturgis is one of the original Order members. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently he's been dodgy lately. Order's breaking down. Yeah, it's bad news. People are like, wait a minute, I didn't die last time. Why am I doing this again? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. With that mortality rate, yeah. telling you. But Ron and Hermione have to go do prefect stuff when they get on to the Hogwarts Express. Which is a little sad. Like, I, I, I actually think that I, in this situation, would have been a little bummed. Because like yeah, oh yeah. every time he's gone to the gone to Hogwarts, he's ridden with Ron and Hermione, right? Right. Oh God, he might actually have to like branch out and make other friends. <laughs> That's impossible. He's like, oh, I have to go hang out with Neville and Ginny. And they and that's when we meet Luna Lovegood, a fan favorite. I'd totally be friends with Luna, by the way. You know, if I were at Hogwarts. Oh, you totally I'd be like, would. Yeah, this is the person I'd roll with. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, like you said. The more she, I think about it, yeah. She just does her own thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can respect that. Yeah, I liked her too. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's probably, I don't know. A forsaken. A forsaken. <laughs> yeah. Serious black. She's probably serious black. probably serious black. Who's also Voldemort. Really? Like he was... They told him you can't go as a dog, serious, and then like Harry gets on the train and here's this here's other this person. New girl. This new student Hi, we've never heard of. Who keeps staring at him. <laughs> My name is <laughs> He says as the moon good. eclipses the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I I love good. <laughs> good lo- love good Luna love good yeah yeah that's yeah. my name <laughs> oh you haven't met me before I'm in the other houses <laughs> but she's a Ravenclaw yeah she's and I think I guess she's Ginny's year yeah and her dad is the editor for the Quibbler which is just like the wizard tabloid and it sounds awesome I know I, I was just like when they're going over the Quibbler stuff I was like that's news that's what I, I know it was great uh, yeah, Harry reads it for a moment because he sees a, a headline about Sirius not being guilty or whatever. Yeah. And he goes on to read it. It's like, because he's actually this like country musician or something. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty great. And it's the most normal, the most normal article of all the articles in there. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Neville, of course, in classic Neville fashion, uh, in classic Neville fashion, drenches their whole cabin in putrescence. So that's uh, yeah, you know. yeah. He's I like, oh, like, I got this new plant. It's really rare. I feel like Harry was asking for this because he's like, the, the plant looks really, really ugly and unpleasant. And he's like, Neville, what's that do? <laughs> and I was like, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it just explodes. <laughs> Mimbulus Mimbletonia, which is a great name. Wait a second. So okay, Ginny uses magic at that point to clean up the thing. Mm-hmm. So now it's okay. So is it the moment you get on the Hogwarts Express then it's okay to start using magic? It's the moment around your the moment that you're around too many witches for anybody to know oh, who it is. Oh, it's like a smoke screen. That makes perfect sense. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, there's some magic happening on the train. How? Good luck sorting out who did that. Yeah, because they say that at some point too. How like it's the responsibility like in magic families, it's the responsibility of the parents to keep their kids from performing magic because there's no way the ministry would know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason they know Harry's doing it is because he's always hanging around muggles. Yeah. He's the only wizard magic person around. In fact, I think they mentioned during his trial that he's, he's supposed to be the only wizarding person in that whole town. Or yeah. Right? Yeah. The reason that uh, the witness is not on the register is because she's a squib. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Nice, nice work, Neville. Um, Harry's got the hots for Cho Chang. Oh, of course. And, you know... That's uh, that's a rough way to meet your crush on the mm-hmm. first day of school, drenched in yes. stuff that smells sap. like rancid manure. <laughs> uh, whatever, it's you know it's a good story. Yeah, that's how you make yourself be remembered. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. She's gonna remember that. <laughs> but finally, they get to Hogwarts, and Hagrid's missing. He's ordinarily there to meet them. Yeah, that's ominous. Yeah, that's concerning. And the other weird thing is, so they, except for their first year, they've always ridden like horseless carriages to get from the train station mm-hmm. to Hogwarts. Except now he sees they're being driven by these weird like lizard horse things. Yeah, these invisible are awesome. horses. They right? do sound awesome. I love they? It's so like creepy sounding. Yeah, mm-hmm. and apparently Luna can see them too. Luna's always been able to see them, but Harry's only been able yeah, to see yeah, them. Yeah, because only Harry can see them. Ron can't see them. Yeah, yeah, Ron has no idea what he's talking about. So, you know, maybe that makes Harry feel a little bit better about the prefect badge. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bronze got its prefect badge, but I can see invisible lizard horses. <laughs> and Luna's sure like, can. Luna's like, yeah, that's that's normal. I, you're just as sane as I am. You're just as sane as I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harry's like, great. Cool. Cool. We also learned that uh, in this chapter, chapter, we learned that Malfoy is also a prefect. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Enough, so this is all about connections. It yeah. seems like, yeah. I guess Dumbledore is like the secret head of House Gryffindor, right? I mean, yeah. nominally it's Mrs. Whatever Professor McGonagall. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's a, a Snape is the head of Slytherin. Yeah, so I'm, th- I'm assuming he got to choose that. I think Dumbledore picks all of them. I think that they said that, they, they actually said that Dumbledore picked. Oh. Uh, so what did he pick? Why Malfoy? did he pick Malfoy? That's a good question. Huh. What does Dumbledore know about Malfoy that we don't? Hmm. Or maybe maybe Dumbledore defers to the the house head's recommendations, and of course Snake would. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe there's no thought to it at all. Maybe he picked him out of a hat. He, <laughs> a maybe he doesn't hat. care. Maybe that hat. Yeah, the sporting <laughs> the hat. hat. <laughs> He's like, I don't really care. He's like, throws some names in a. In a yeah. yeah. That's what. I, that's what it is. Yeah, because I think the other people are people that we've never heard of mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Padma Patel, right? Or, oh, yeah, one of the Patels. Yeah. yeah, she's in Ravenclaw. Yeah, Ron's ex-girlfriend, sort of. Not really. Yeah. Ex-date. Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, Luna mentions that she's like, "Oh yeah, you took her to the dance, and you know she said you were a terrible date." She's like, "I would have been okay with it." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Luna. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's fun. All right, well, that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be reading chapters 11 through 14 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the fifth book in the Harry Potter series. Please give us good reviews on wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Finite Finite Podcast. Podcast.